I grew up in a in a displaced camp in a refugee camp in North, in northern Kenya called Adab. And when I grew up, uh, the only opportunity I could I grew up in the camps was education. And to me, I wanted this education to reach many others, thousands um, of other refugees who are displaced like me. Uh, after leaving the camp, I worked as a journalist. And one day, as I was uh, doing my journaling work, I met a lady, who, a student who approached me by the name Hodan, who asked for a book. Her, in, her, her courage and her... her her eager to learn had inspired me. Like I could buy her one or two books, but there are thousands of them. So that one book that I bought for her changed my mind and give, gave it to me the power to, to collect more books and, and you know, uh, support kids with books. To me, a life starts with one book, like the one page you turn in life can turn your life and educate you. What spurred you to start loving reading books, yet you grew up in a refugee camp? Yes, in a refugee camp is not the way many people think. We go to schools, we have a, a football, we are people who really uh, have inspirations, hopes and dreams. Uh, it's not, uh, you're not uh, like gagged because you are a refugee. So I started schooling in the refugee camp and it, what is being taught there is the Kenyan syllabus. When you go to grade one in during my age, the book you start is Hello Children. The way many Kenyans have started that book with uh, grade one is the way I did in, 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 in my school. So it's just a normal life, but only that you are on exile away from home. What pushed you to get into Dadaab? Uh, no one leaves home unless home is risk. So I fled my home country in 1990s because of the civil war that was then going. I fled with my mother and I been the firstborn and my my mother got two other kids who were born both in the camp. You've been running this project and there's you even had a project where you were having the the people, the women you're supporting, the I think the parents or the families do exhibitions on the food and cuisine. Could you tell me more about that? Well, the food and cuisine is a cultural thing. It is one of the activities that we started because to want to get livelihood for families, for mothers, you know, uh, when war comes and when you're displaced, the people who are targeted most are women and children. So to me, my target is generally women and, and children. This was to get a livelihood for women, and also interact, social inclusion. Like, it is diverse cuisines where on the World Refugee Day, women come up together in an uptown uh, restaurant in Nairobi that we hire, and they can show the cuisines. These cuisines will open Kenyan communities who have been very generous on, on hosting these many refugees to know the opportunities and the talent that these refugees can offer. So it is one for the for the for for the livelihood and the other one for the inclusion. In one way, Kenya is blessed because hosting refugees from about a dozen countries is 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 something that tells you Kenya is great. And then uh, Kenyans appreciate because the peace you have should be appreciated every day. It's not something someone can take it for granted. What's your way forward after winning the award and your activities? Ideally, the award is for the children who are displaced.
the children I work with ended up the, 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 the teenage youth. This is a milestone to us because uh, we are able, we were, we were recognized globally, which is a great thing that we cherish. We get a little bit of a grant, which we are able to light up our libraries, to expand them, to connect them to lights, to connect them to internet, for this place to be a place where we can nature people who are peacemakers to the world, where we where that can act a safe haven for children suffering uh, mental issues or women facing SGBV. Uh, so to us, this is a milestone. Tell me more about the library that you just mentioned. Is it mobile? Is it stationary? What it's like? What would I see if I came to that app? We have three built structural libraries, not mobile libraries, in the app that students out of school come and read their books. Uh, and that is the only social immunity that is active and vibrant for kids who are in the app. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the books from? It is a collective community uh, from the Somali diaspora because why I say Somali, the Dab is firstly majority of the refugees in the Dab are Somalis. Uh, from the Kenyan community were journals here in Nairobi, uh, from communities all over. You know, a book unites everyone. It doesn't have uh, a, a nationality. So we get uh, well-wishers who want to donate books all over the world. And we're grateful that they're supporting us.